Aloha and welcome to Connection to the Cosmos with your host, me, Dr. Lisa Thompson, where I have out of this world conversations with extraordinary people. And today I have on Dawn Grace Kelly from New Zealand, but we're going to bring her on in just a moment. But first, just a couple of announcements. If you have not had the opportunity to grab my free 20 minute meditative journey to meet your galactic family and guides, make sure you grab that on my website mysticmanta.com or drlisajthompson.com. And if you are visiting Hawaii, specifically coming to the big island, Kona side, come on one of my big island UFO tours where you will see the night sky in a whole new way using my advanced generation three military night vision goggles. And for more information on the tours, go to bigislandufotours.com. So without further ado, we're going to bring on Dawn. Hi, Dawn. Hey, Lisa. So let me share with the audience um, your bio, because I'm so excited to talk to you. We actually have quite a bit in common in terms of what we do. So Don Grace Kelly is an internationally renowned past life regression therapy expert, author, and go-to spiritual healer and energy intuitive based in the South Island of New Zealand. She's the founder of lightschool.nz, a school for professional healers to learn ancient esoteric healing techniques grounded in modern psychology and quantum science. For the past 30 years, Dawn has been in private practice as a spiritual guide and healer. Her work includes past life regression, inner child work, counseling, ET experience or regression, spirit releasement therapy, spiritual healing, and tarot. Wow, that is quite a bit, Dawn. So I am so excited um, to <laughs> jump into this conversation with you. And before we get into the work that you do, because I'm super curious about that, um, I would love for you to share with me in the audience like how you grew up, spiritual, religious, something else, so that we understand this transition of you getting into the work that you do. Spiritual, religious, and something else. I'll tickle through. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll tickle through. Um I grew up with um, an amazing mother, one of my, my best uh, soulmates uh, for so many reasons, and you know that doesn't always mean it's great. So she's, she's been quite the teacher for me, my mother. Um, she was a metaphysical student, so, but, but she was a Jehovah's Witness for a little while. So okay. there, was a bit of religion, there was a bit of religion there, but that was only a short time because mum was um, a, a seeker. So she started her, uh, she started studying astrology when I was young. She's a professional astrologer and uh, she was a fan of Lob Sam, Lob Sam Rampa, who, who some of your viewers might know back in the day. He was quite a teacher. So, yeah, metaphysical student. So that kind, those kind of teachings were all around me. Um, she did ditch her religion and follow a, a spiritual path and went on to become an astrologer. So that was around me. So there's the religion and maybe you could call that the spiritual and the something else was my own experiences that I was having as a child. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. what kind of experience, I would love to know what kind of experiences you were having. Yeah. Well, I'm mentioning that because of that, that uh, blue dude over your shoulder. There. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and I did used to have, um, it, I, I had uh, visitations to craft and, and, and ET for want of a better word, it's not my favourite term, but you know what I mean. Yeah. They would come when I was little and take me onto the ship and we would do stuff. Okay. Uh, and that was that was something I was terrified of back then. And as my journeys unfolded, I've been able to take that much higher, which is something I'm sure you appreciate. You know, some of these experiences are scary, but there's a higher self connection that comes. And so um, those memories came back to me uh, later on and I've had more experiences since then. So that's, the, that, that's my upbringing, spiritual, okay. religious and something else. I love it. <laughs> okay. Well, I, number one, I love it because there, again, I didn't even know that about you, but a lot of parallels because, you know, my mother, she started taking astrology classes when I was two years old. Oh, and my God, really? That's awesome. <laughs> so I also grew up, you know, in the metaphysical sciences. And then when I was 13, um, we actually started attending a spiritual school of enlightenment. So I just wanted to throw that out there. And then I've had ET experiences my entire life as well. <laughs> so That's so interesting. So interesting. So what star sign and ascendant and moon are you? 
Yeah, so I am a Sag with a double Gemini. Oh, I'm married to a double Gemini. I know that well. You're so quick and so clever. <laughs> and, and with the Sagittarius, that's a really good combo that for, for going deep. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you know all about astrology, I'm sure. That's cool. Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, so okay. So you're growing up with these experiences, but so did you like know that you wanted to go into spiritual healing right away, like when you were in your early adulthood? No, 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 it wasn't like that. And those experiences were not something I was sharing because uh, I didn't have a lot of memories then. So I just had some scary stuff in the night and, I, and you know, I think my memories were taken away until, until later on. Mm -hmm. So but I guess that was kind of underpinning everything. So in my teens, I was uh, studying numerology and a little bit of astrology. And, but my passion was for natural health back then when I was a teenager. Yeah. So I wanted to be a naturopath. That's what I wanted to do. So in my late teens, I started studying to become a naturopath. And I was diverted because, you know, I was a teenager. <laughs> diverted by sex and drugs and rock and roll really <laughs> uh which so yeah i had I, I did a bit of traveling and had some um really cool experiences and i had this sort of naturopathy study sort of in the background and then i was lured to become a flight attendant so so that was my that was my past life in this life really i spent 10 years as a flight attendant uh okay. lured by the glamour <laughs> Some of it was glamorous, but while I was doing uh, while I was doing that work, I, I worked uh, for a national airline in Australia. I was raised in Australia, uh, okay. and I did some international work in, in Italy for a while before I finished that. But as I was doing that, those that training, uh, as I was doing that, as I was as I was a flight attendant, I was still doing my training in naturopathy, okay. and that kind of kept morphing as people were presenting themselves and I was being awakened and it moved into um, I was doing massage and aromatherapy all sorts of natural kind of things I was studying while I was doing this what I thought was a short stint so I could get back to this real work and in my late 20s my massage teacher introduced me to uh, spiritual healing now I was I actually prior to that I was I was I'd started channeling that's right my brother died. How could I forget my, my beloved brother who was a few years older than me? He, he died and he came, he, he, him being in spirit inspired me to start automatic writing. Now, my mum was already doing that kind of thing, but I was more on this natural health thing. But when Jamie passed over, um, I wanted to connect with him and I did. And it was amazing and it was so awesome. And he taught me so much. And that kind of opened me into channeling. So I began channeling and had spirit guides, etc., come through. I started studying tarot around that time, which mum had introduced me to. Um, and then I met my spiritual healer, healing uh, mentor. And he said, look, you're channeling, you're doing all this cool stuff. You can easily um, do what I'm doing here, which is what happened on the massage table. He's massaging me. But when he took his hands off and was doing this, moving his hands around, this was completely new to me. And the feeling was incredible, absolutely incredible. And I was um, uh, amazed at this feeling that was so much more profound than the massage. And he taught me spiritual healing, how to let spirit come in and move my hands. And I was hooked. And I couldn't do enough of that. And so I was doing a lot of that while I was coming towards the end of my flying career and, and starting to practice and, and, and see people. Uh, and it was not long after that time that I was introduced to past life regression. I'd read all the books back in the 80s and 90s uh, and I, I was living in Perth on the west coast of Australia and I always thought that past life regression, that's some amazing international thing that doesn't happen here. And I'd love to do that. And then there was a little ad in the newspaper. There was somebody doing it in Perth. Uh, and I raced off and had my very first regression, experienced three different lives. One was an ET life, which was particularly interesting. And I was hooked and I signed up to um, uh, Reverend Neville Rowe was coming out from the States to teach this particular modality that my uh, therapist was using. And I, I was so excited to be learning that. 
and he died a few weeks before he was due to come to the course, which is so interesting, right? So interesting. Right. Yeah. So, so my therapist um, spent six months pulling a course together to be able to pass on his work, and I, I, that got me into past life regression, and I loved that. So I was starting to see people while as a flight attendant, and then I just couldn't do that job anymore, and and quit in my late twenties to do my real work. So that's kind of the sort of lead up to how I, I got into that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, so um, number one, I, there are so many places I want to go with that. So first of all, I would love to hear maybe a little um, sample of what that ET life was like that you got to experience. Oh, yeah, sure. And, you know, I listen, I, I teach past life regression and I've actually, I actually put that regression, on, it was on an audio cassette back, back then uh and I, I do share that it's something that we we critique in my training so i'm very fresh with it because i just heard it a couple of weeks ago and it's always moving for me so so the first life uh so was this, this was the second life so the first life I, I was a young boy and my dad had come home we were poor he was he, he decided to torch the house he couldn't find food he was going to take us all out because things were too hard so a bit of drama towards the end of that life and my therapist was trying to work me through that but all I wanted to do was be in this amazing experience of dying and so I'm leaving my body in the fire and she's like what's your brother doing what's happening and I'm like I'll worry about all that later because this is amazing and I'm enjoying this feeling of being out of my body and in spirit yeah uh, we, we played with that for a little and then she took me into this second life I looked down at my feet, they were red, uh, and I knew I was not of this earth. And essentially, as the story un unfolded there, I was some kind of commander on a planet and we were, which was not our own planet, and we were searching for uh, people to take away from the planet uh, mm -hmm. because we knew the planet was going down. And that became quite apparent as things unfolded. And we got to a point in that opening scene where it was time to run, is what I say, time to run. And, and we all left and we were on it. We had to quickly get up into our craft and then the planet blew up. Oh, wow. I'm getting goosebumps. Uh, yeah, it gives me shivers while I'm relaying that because it was really intense. It quite something to see. Um, unbelievable. Uh, and I learned that we were, we were trying to save people. And that we now, and we'd taken some people, we hadn't got them all, we had some people in this uh, craft. And um, and I, it looks like they were humans. And I, I recall sharing, you know, we don't know how to re relocate them, we don't know what we're going to do with them, they're not very intelligent. And then I, I find myself saying, in fact, they're pretty stupid. It's quite funny hearing myself say that from like 30 years ago. Um, and then we had the, and, and we were meeting around how to relocate them. And we were looking at um, creating another frequency band for them to be in. I didn't understand any of that at the time. We were, Earth was a place we were looking at. So they were not on Earth. They were not from Earth. Okay. Uh, and we were, so we were, it's not going to be Earth. Is it, do we take them back? So, so there was a lot going on. And I was starting to feel, um, some kind of emotions and we were not an emotion emotional race and i and i was starting to be ostracized for that and i was getting confused for the feelings that i was having uh and i didn't want to be involved anymore she took me back in time to when i was a child in that life and there was some interesting stuff there but i was more interested in pursuing what i was about to do which was to take a little craft off by myself to die i didn't want to be doing that life anymore so oh, wow. I took a, a, a small craft. Um, I remember that little craft, amazing, just enough. We could probably fit two people in there, but just a small craft. And mm -hmm. I was looking for a way to die. I didn't know what to do, uh, which that was the commentary that was happening with the kind of questioning that I was getting. And I, I, I used a vial of some blue gaseous kind of liquid. Uh, and it was really sharp it was quite painful and it took a little while to die and then I was out of my body uh, but I didn't want to leave so maybe yourself and some of your viewers know about suicide and how 
you can how easily it is and how common it is to be earthbound and stay in that fourth dimension and not fully go over for a while mm-hmm. so i i was um beside myself that's an interesting term isn't it like literally you know out of my body <laughs> uh with um despair that i had i had bailed uh so it took a bit, bit of therapy from my regressionist to help me see that i could only do what i could do and i got a better overview of what was happening realized that i was um wanting to ascend from that kind of uh race into something a bit more emotional and i went on to have another life after experience another a different life after that so yes okay. that's one past life yeah interesting <laughs> yeah well did you um did you ever get a visual on what you besides the red feet like what you looked like yeah well it, yeah, that's interesting because I definitely had um, very long arms and legs, but I, I was a humanoid type. I was not any, anything else. But no, I didn't get that that strong enough, and, and that would be something that'd be interesting to go back into. But the last regression that I had, where you know I, I went into regression. Do you know Mary Rodwell? No, I don't. Mary. No. Oh, yeah, look up Mary, Mary Robwell. So she's in Australia and, and she's at all the UFO um, conferences and what have you. She's written books and, and works, similar work to you probably. Um, but, yeah, I had a regression with Mary a couple of years ago and I'm it, like my parallel, what, what I would say is a parallel lifetime is is blue, very blue, but that certainly wasn't that time and I haven't, I haven't done too much research or study into who I was, what I was and where I was. So I'm not mm-hmm. actually sure about that, Lisa. But I know myself as big and blue <laughs> that, that I am familiar with. But that's different. That's not a past life. That's more parallel. Well, okay. Well, so that's an interesting question because one of my modalities, I also do past life regression therapy. Yes, I saw. So cool. And I have actually started trying to re raise it to parallel life regression therapy because at the quantum level all timelines exist simultaneously so there exactly. really is a future so i'm curious when you're saying that like this one is more parallel as supposed to pass what are i would love to hear your yeah perspective. okay so yeah yeah it, it yeah. <laughs> it's always so interesting to talk about because on this 3d level we can only get our heads around a certain amount can't we so past lives is definitely a convenient term for the majority of people right which is why i still use it um and and i guess what i'm thinking is lives where we've died it's easier to frame that up as past and something that's happening currently we where we're still uh, well, we haven't died, uh, is happening in present time. And I guess that makes me think about a parallel life experience I had. So it's more from a personal experience that I had that, that shows this is different because I, I haven't ever in waking consciousness, uh, well, I was going to say I had a past life experience that I think is parallel. I've certainly had spontaneous regressions in present time where I'm suddenly in a past life mm-hmm. and I'm about to have my head cut off, for example, which was the most horrifying one, spontaneous regression. Yeah. Uh, but but I didn't, was that happening at the same time? But possibly? In fact, that's a really good question, possibly. Okay. But it like, felt like it. Yeah. I yeah, just felt, like, felt like maybe not. I, I just yeah. want to throw the audience because there might be like, okay, what past parallel? What is going on here? And so, yeah, yeah. So, it, and it is a good question. And it's a good question. Like, we could sit over a couple for ages talking about that because it's fascinating. But, but I did have an experience, uh, a waking experience, eyes open, waking in the middle of the day experience where I was suddenly in a craft but I was still conscious of my body in the room. I'm not even conscious of it. I was still operating at, I don't know, 70, 80%. Like I was fully in the room, but I was also in a craft looking at the house that I was in, in the room that I was in. And because that's, um, I must write about that actually. I'll probably get more information about that if I did that. But it was such a strong experience of being in two places at the same time. It, It felt 
and, and so parallel would be the word I would have chosen at the time to describe that. They were happening at the exact same time and I yeah. could access the consciousness in my human brain and in this other being's brain at the same time. So that was pretty cool. Like that's only ever happened once. But that's my definition of parallel when, when, when there's proof within myself that's happening at the same time. Okay. And this concept of all of the lives at the same time, I believe that. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that as timelines. Um, I've seen that as timelines. Yet when we die, when we're moving into an experience where there's already been a death, then it gets a little bit more interesting. So that I can't give you any more on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fascinating because, yeah, I don't have too many regression therapists on the show. I, you know, I'm. I've, I've had some. And so anyway, it's just, I love talking about it because it's, you know, some people still don't understand like what it even is. I feel they're like, you're just making it up or, you know, these are just stories, but sure. Yeah. You have been doing it for decades. And so like, and I, I've only been doing it for about seven years now. Um, yeah. but you know, it's an amazing modality. It's an amazing modality, Lisa. It really is. And and what, you know, thinking we're making it up is normal. That's the ego. It's normal. And it happens to most people. It's like, oh, I can see a horse over there. Oh, but I like horses. Oh, there was a horse in the movie. Da, 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 da. So that's just what the ego does. So we need to do a little bit of work, a little bit of chat to sort of park that to analyse later. Um, But the doubts, it's such a classic protective mechanism for us when we're confronted with uh, uh, mind-blowing information. You know, the doubts just close us off if we're not ready for for the news. So I'm okay with that, the doubting and thinking that you're making up. But what what I find the most fascinating about this is, is not the content because, you know, I've been doing this for a long time now, so I've seen a lot of past life content and it's often really interesting or or not. Yeah. Uh, but but I work therapeutically with this modality, so I'm really interested in the dying experience mm-hmm. and looking at the thoughts and feelings. So, yeah, take, take this with you if, if you don't have this already, Lisa, because the, the thoughts and feelings at that dying experience is what you take to the other side. Mm-hmm. And if, if, if we haven't made peace with those, which we rarely do, <laughs> rarely do, we just bring those into the next life and the next life and the next life and do the same thing. You know, something I have learned is we don't just do one or two lives on one the same thing. It goes on and on and on because we are so slow to learn, really. Yes, we Yet are. now we are. We really are. But we're not now, Lisa. This year and this, you know, well, coming up to this shift in age and the increase, the increased uh, frequency and the downloads and the awakening consciousness, things are speeding up, as you're well aware. I, I'm sure you and your viewers understand that. Yeah. So our karma, our karma, meaning all of this stuff we're cutting around, the, you know, every action has a reaction kind of energy. It's being pushed to the foreground. So we have to make peace with that mm-hmm. so we can rise up to do what we're what we're needing to do. So people are having more uh, past life experiences. They're having more, um, um, you know, I do inner child work as well, but they're having more current life trauma come through. Like it's coming up. We want to be cleansed. Right. So I, I feel that karma is about to wrap up for a lot of people where we don't have to keep doing the same thing over and over and over. Um, yeah. I don't know how I, how I got onto that, but yeah. <laughs> no, that's really interesting because actually, um, it was over over a year ago, I had a regression session. It was specifically a QHHT session here on island where um, one when she got me to the part where my higher self was coming through, she had asked if I had any more like karma to clean up or anything. And at this point, it was a no, like I, I completed it. And so now here it's like I'm stepping in to help Help me one of the people like you to usher in this new age, right? (laughs) So, you know, and so, you know, once, you know, some people might be like, really, you've cleared karma because they don't believe that it's possible to, but 
it absolutely is possible to. It absolutely is. But 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 there's a bit of work to do. That's not just a given. There's a bit of pain to go through. So here, here for your courage and bravery. I'm sure you've done a lot of deep work. I have. I've had a lot of um, emotional stuff in this life. I didn't choose an easy life. Um, no, that, that I, tends to be the story. <laughs> yeah, and I and I understand now why because I knew that like the more that I would have to go through to learn to then evolve out of it, the more compassion and empathy I could have for people. Because Absolutely. Until, until I went through those situations personally, I had judgment of people, you know, mm. in ways. And so now I come from a much more like loving, understanding, compassionate, okay, let, you know, here, let me help you or be your guide if I can, or, or at least be an inspiration that you don't have to be. Stuck. Yeah, look, there's, there's, there's nothing like experience. I was pondering that on my morning walk, actually, this morning, because I was the same. Um, although past life regression has wiped away so much judgment. I mean, doing that for so long, like, yeah. and just watching what people, you know, the, the murderers and the whatever, we, and being able to see the humanity and all of that, and you've got this beautiful person in front of you and they're, they're, they're doing this crazy role. But, you know, I've, I've, I too have had a lot of um, difficult situations and maybe a lot of trauma and shock and things through, through my life. And, and that's totally for this reason, totally for this reason. And some of the challenges that um, my family's having at the moment, I was just reflecting on that without, look, they're the kind of things that you would, I, I would have compassion for other people going through that. But now I've got, it's not just compassion, not just compassion. Well, compassion on its own is pretty damn cool. But the depth that we can draw on from having had these experiences ourselves is profound. Yes. Like it, it, it's the gift. So, so the shock of some of the 3D stuff that's happening in my world and, and, and our world at the moment, uh, it, that, that's our teacher. So we can hold ourselves through that and then be able to find the wisdom to share and be able to hold space and, and share with other people how to lift out of this fear-based self and know that we're all doing this play. And I, I think past life regression certainly taught me that because, you know, doing so much of that uh, because it is just a game and you just see how short it is. It's not even a big, you know, we take it really seriously while we're here, but life is short and there's plenty more of them. Yes. And there's a whole levels of planets and dimensions and things to hang out on and do all sorts of stuff. So we take it too seriously, which reminds me of um, what jumps yeah. to mind, that saying that people often say is he died too young, he died before his time. You know, we hear that all of the time, but it's just not true. Nobody right. dies before their time. Nobody dies too young. So, uh, you know, I, I'm quite passionate about um, death being okay. Yes. And I think past life regression, that's one, even though I use it therapeutically um, and just jumping back to that, those thoughts and feelings that we take with us when we die, mm -hmm. there's a whole pile of psychological and therapeutic work that we do in, in with, with what I teach to make peace with that and then spiritual healing to let that go and let those energies go. But, but once we've gone through those experiences um, a number of times, we, the fear of death starts to go. Exactly. You know, and that, yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, we and our ego doesn't want to die. So, I mean, obviously on a human level, there's a bit of a game with the ego. But the more we hold our, uh, our real self and the mm. more we've had these personal experiences, like what we were saying, like what you were saying, Lisa, then you can understand better. Mm -hmm. personal experiences are so much different than reading all the cool books and believing in life after death, which is a yeah. good start. But to know this and it, then everything starts to chill the F out, really. It, it does. <laughs> we, 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 we chill out more, even with the big stuff. Yeah. Although we've still got to, I mean, spiritual bypassing is a thing. We still can't bypass the anger and the grief and the sadness. But having that overview um, makes life so much easier and better. And that's what I, I really want for everybody, to not have that fear. Mm -hmm. Okay, that little rant I, over. 
Oh no, I love it. I love it. Um, so, at one, what point then did you actually start your school? Like, and what inspired you to start your school? Yeah. Okay. Well, I worked under my name for a very long time, uh, and I've always been teaching. So I've, I've been te- well. I started teaching past life regression a really long time ago. Uh, and I'd always seen this school. Yeah, I, I had thought, like, back in the 80s, I thought it was a location, and I've had the odd little location school. Um, but around COVID time, uh, light school kept, was coming in. And I'm like, okay, I think I need to take Dawn Grace Kelly back and come out more, like, less about me. Yeah more about the this work that I'm on the planet to do. So I was sort of trying to get in the background a little bit, although, you know, my image is on the front page of the website because my name's quite well known here in New Zealand. But I'm trying to sort of step back from that and make it more about this lifting consciousness uh, as something that, you know, my, my students can be involved in and et cetera. I was wanting to give more to my advanced students really and have more of a, a place for them to hang out and people to access so that's kind of where I'm heading. Uh, and I don't know, I, I just, you know, the, the word light has been with me since I was young and it was it was just time to use that in a different way. So, yeah, so it's essentially what I've been doing, but it's kind of levelled up in the form of a school, I guess, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so um, being that you're in New Zealand, are your students only, like, in person in New Zealand or are you an online school? Like, no, so- um, I, I, I did... I'm doing most of my teaching online now, like the one bonus of COVID, I guess, one of them. Okay. <laughs> uh, one of them, yeah. So I, I I was traveling a lot and I was getting tired of that. I had thought that I was missing it, but really I don't want to be traveling so much anymore. I've done a lot of, lot of traveling. So it really suits me well to be teaching online. I do still do live classes as well. I've forgotten what the question is now. What was the question again? Oh, New Zealand. Yeah, so so most yeah. of my crowd are in New Zealand, some in Australia, uh, and the States is starting to open up a little bit, which is super cool for me. A beautiful girlie from Chicago was on my last training. Uh, but, of course, with the live training, we've got a, a thing with the hours and what have you. But this yeah. is something I want to take further out from here, most definitely, because, well, for the obvious, really, more people, more raising consciousness, more energy spreading, more waking people up, more people in front of me, more people awake to yes. do this mission that we're on, right? We're on a mission. <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah. So um, what? So, in your school, just for people that might be curious, so like maybe even in learning how to do past life regression since we've been talking about it, because yeah. there, there, there are people that teach it and there are different styles. So... Um, besides past life regression, what else can they learn in your school? Yeah, um, so past life regression and that's kind of my foundation training, I guess, because I believe we all need to know how to do that. All therapists and lightworkers need to know how to do that because it's coming up for so many people. So I see that as sort of foundation training, I guess, and jumping up from that into advanced training so we can go more into between life work, womb work, working with people who've had ET experiences. Uh, So that's sort of how I progress with that. To the side of that and kind of joined in with that is um, working with earthbound spirits and spirit attachments. So so I do like just a a two-day introduction masterclass on that. And then for therapists, um, well, the right therapist, because this is pretty, you know, honed in kind of work, we move into spirit releasement therapy, which is where we're working with somebody in the room and taking them into their own experience and, and facilitating them to not just shift away with spirit, but to look at what the resonation was, where the attraction was, where their original trauma was, why they're not in their body for have something else to come through. So a little more nuanced mm-hmm. uh, with spirit releasement therapy and, um, what else am I doing? I, I teach tarot, although I haven't been teaching tarot live. I've got an online course with that. Um, inner child work because it's really important to be able to do the current life work. Yeah. So I, I'm more, I think what I'm more about is we're getting to the root of the problem via the subconscious, no matter where that issue is, whether it's from last year 
back in your childhood, of course, where we've got a load of stuff or in a past life or somewhere else. And I think we need skills to go wherever that takes yeah. us. So I guess a lot of trauma-based counselling work really via, um, you know, maybe soul retrieval, inner child work, regression therapy, guided visualisation, that kind of thing. Uh, what else do I teach? Um, I teach programs from my book, I, my, my first book, uh, Truth, Spirit, Love, An Essential Guide to Healing. I teach programs to work through uh, how to connect with the different emotions and how to do self-healing techniques ourselves so you don't need the therapist because there's so much we can do at home. Um, psychology of the chakras. And because at first and foremost, I'm a spiritual healer, although I haven't taught spiritual healing for a little while, but I'm building it out to all of those things as well. But I think those regression and inner child work are kind of pivotal really to be able to build from. Yeah, so yeah. I guess I'm more more targeted towards um, therapists, counsellors, lightworkers, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, rather than that root, root stuff which I used to teach. Yeah, yeah. okay, beautiful. Well, so what was it your own personal experiences of, being on craft that got you into wanting to help experiencers remember absolutely yeah absolutely because i would have loved that i would have loved that and i never had that so i want to be able to give that to other people um particularly around around fear yeah and i do get clients coming telling me all the like scary stories about that but but i know that when we need to see this from a higher perspective Yes. But I want them to experience that rather than being told that. So I want them to go through an experience so they can see how it all makes sense. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yes, that's important for me. And and I guess um, yeah, I, I tend to attract those people and I, th I think we do. We sort of, yeah. yeah. So, so I can feel like part of my mission is waking them to um, not just making peace with it because that, that's you have to do that like we've got to start there but but to be able to come into their power as that aspect of themselves so so people like you and me can get a hand on this mission that we're on right like we need yeah we need you we really need you so let me help you know who you are mm -hmm. and, and, and help encourage and inspire you to do your real work because I want you on the team <laughs> <laughs> it'd be good if you did that sooner rather than later <laughs> I love that because you know it's been interesting because I have seen some different kind of regression therapists um, whether it's on TV or that I've heard about some really want to get to okay let's really understand this experience from that higher perspective understand the soul contract involved like what your part of it is and then others just want to pull the memory up and keep them in the fear and so I I like you because I oh I didn't know I didn't know that was happening okay yep um yeah I and I don't know I can't remember the names specifically of the people that I was like mm, we're not getting deep enough people yeah and so it's just interesting because one of my missions here on Earth is to change that fear-based narrative um, around the ET issue. And so really, you know, and I know you know this, when we get to that deep enough level where we understand what the situation really is and we understand like why we signed up for it, then it takes the fear away completely, right? It takes the fear away completely, totally. And, and it broadens our consciousness. It raises our consciousness because we start to see that the, the, the scary stuff is not a bad thing that, that that's an ego judgment thing and and there's no i mean there's no getting around the fact that that we i mean if you're a little kid you're going to get scared but you know there's no getting around uh, away from those things but they're okay as well in fact it reminds me of the whole light dark thing and that, that's a whole nother thing to go down maybe another time but we have to have the dark to have the light and there's mm -hmm. purpose in that as well. Yeah, it's not like we're going to banish all of that. We've got to embrace it, like like we do with our shadow. We've got to embrace these, all of the, the 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 traumas and the parts of ourselves we don't like, and and the fear 
these have all got to come in so we can expand it and level it up in a way that reduces fear like you want to do and awakens our consciousness to something bigger and more whole around all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so with your own experiences from your childhood, um, when the memories came back for you, do you, do you know what group it was or what, what your purpose of being with them was? Yeah, that's a really good question because there's been many different experiences. So, so, so those ones from my childhood seemed to be, um, you know, as I unpacked that, and I had to do a lot of work around the fear as well to, to, to come into that knowing, but I certainly came to that place where, oh, this is just what I do to be able to do the mission that I'm on. This is part of that because we've got a, you know, we've got a, I mean, I was having eggs taken out and all sorts of things like that. So, you know, there were gen genetic programs and, you know, I was part of some of that. Um, I like, you know, I wanted to think that they did it to me. Yeah, you get it. You know what I'm talking about. But I, yeah. but it was me all along. It was my plan all along. Right. So, so that was part of, um, well, feeding new races Mm -hmm. you know, all, all of that kind of stuff, um, coupled with my purpose to awaken. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And as far as races and things and names, I mean, I'm not so interested in, in that. Well, I, I guess my 3D mind is interested in that and, and I've sort of delved into that a little bit, but I don't know, Pallades, Arcturian, whatever. It's, you know, I'm doing what I'm doing. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, and... Um... Yeah, it's just interesting. So um, I I always suspected that I was, you know, part of the hybrid program. And then I got confirmation, you know, not too long ago that indeed I am. But and and I'm like, of course I am. I, I would totally volunteer for that. <laughs> of sign course. <laughs> Hilarious, isn't it? Yes, yeah, sign me up. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, okay, well, so as an adult then, have you had other um, interactions with other ET races that you're aware of? Or Yeah, like, lots, yeah. And are, are you channeling them at all, or is it just other spirit guides? Yeah, I do do, yeah, I, I probably need to do a bit more channeling. I, I've, yes, I can channel them totally, easily, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, other races, yes. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking back to you know, 25 years ago with, in again, in daylight, daylight, unbelievable, eyes open, middle of the day, uh, fighting um, ant beings, big beings with energy in mm. my room. Incredible. So I've seen some big scary stuff um, but levelled up enough to be able to work with it. Um, the mantid beings I'm very familiar with, the greys who used to take me I'm familiar with, like the workers that bring them and the mantids. Um, beautiful big blue beings is, is um, I'm not sure where they're from. I mean, when I start thinking, you know, I get impressions and inspirations and things, but but it needs to be so rock solid down to my toes before I, I'm going to label anything. Okay. Because that can be quite you know, fashionable, and I don't like the fashionable stuff around that. Um, yeah. and, and, and what else? Reptilians, different sorts of reptilians, mm -hmm. uh, ones that are not so, ones that I don't want around me or around anybody, and ones that I do want around me. So so they've come through. What else? Um, <laughs> I want to sit down and write it all out now because I think there's more. So, yeah, lots of, lots of different beings. Um, Cat beings as well. I, I'm a. I have cats, so I've got an alignment with that kind of energy as well. Uh, and you know, as I'm talking to you, I'm starting to get images and impressions coming in. So I don't know where we put our focus. I, I seem to have had a lot to do with quite a few of them. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. and that's I think why we're together because <laughs> we're 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 we have very parallel realities going on. So cool, isn't it? So cool. Is it? Yeah. yeah. And it's not something that I talk about a lot. I mean, it's not the, the, I certainly do when the time's right 
uh, yet it's sort of been in the background guiding me more than anything and dealing with whatever's in my face in current time around it or, or yeah. with my clients around it. So it's really cool to, to chat more about it. I appreciate that. Okay, yeah. Well, I'm curious, um, with the people that you've helped progress their memories for the experiencer piece, because again, I haven't had, I haven't, you're really the first one besides me just randomly getting to share some of my stories, but helping people get their memories back. Um, have your clients experienced other groups besides just the Zetas, the Greys, in their being taken experiences? Yes. Um, yes, they have. And I'm thinking of those cat beings again. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking of uh, mantid beings. I'm thinking of reptilians. I'm thinking of um, uh, the Nordics. Mm -hmm. I don't know. These are all words that, that we use down here. Right. I don't know. So, yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. There's been a range of different... Um, beings uh but more so when we're doing some of that's higher stuff and some of it is more lower stuff but so the greys commonly pop up mm -hmm. and then when they're with the greys then the other cool beings are coming onto the craft and kind of taking over or, or doing doing the the main work rather than just bringing them in so once we get past the gray kind of energy because that can be a bit intense for some people or doesn't feel good, and they start seeing what else comes through as the story progresses and who they really are, and then things start to kind of come together. But sometimes okay. we've got a bit of fear to get through, um, and sometimes some of the energies we need uh, are too dense and we don't want that energy around, so we have to do a bit of work to the side of that around what's brought that energy in, what's happening in your field, where's this resonation, where's your fears and trauma that have attracted this. So I don't know, it can get kind of interesting because it, I, I'm always client-based and it's not ever a victim thing. So let's let's see what's brought this in because it's all learning, it, it's all training, it's all amazing spiritual training. So... It yeah, is. So yes, would be the answer. A number of different races. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, and I, and I just, I wanted you to share it from your perspective and experiences, because again, when I am sharing with people all the time, especially on our UFO tours, like, you know, people are taken for different reasons by different groups. Um, that just helps, you know, validate that, you know, we all yeah. have, yeah. So yeah, I, I'm. I'm. Do you write about that? I've seen that you've got some amazing books. Have you? Yeah, because I'd love to see. I'm sure there's things to learn. <laughs> yeah, I, I have. Yes, and I. I have so many more things coming. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> it's. Yeah, it's going to be very prolific. I think. As yeah. Forward. So. Oh, and I'm just thinking now um, of beings under the earth as well. Oh, the Agarthans, yep. Well, I don't know their name. I think you've got a lot that you can teach me, actually. So I've, yes, I've been down there and seen those and some clients have done that as well. So, okay. yeah. Yeah, well, so all of the groups that you have mentioned are groups that I have worked with and this this past year have been pulling in their energy and wisdom and channeling them. So to date, I've had 13 different galactic races that I interact with and, and again, channel. Awesome. So. Awesome. So you've got lots to share. You've got lots to share, haven't you? I do. So, and I know there are more groups that are going to come through because I am allowing myself to be an open vessel for the higher dimensional beings. That's so. beautiful. So inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. So in our last little bit of time here, because this has gone way too fast. <laughs> That's crazy, the time, isn't it? Yeah. Seriously. Um, so what else would you like people to know about your work and how to find you? What else do I want people to know about my work? Um, come and learn past life regression with me because my modality is amazing. <laughs> I'm QHHT trained as well, but I like this better. So I, I'm particularly fond of the therapeutic aspect of this. Mm -hmm. um, 
spirit releasement work is something you really need to know about if you're a therapist as well because goodness this is really next level work we want anything that isn't serving us for our higher purpose out of our field so i'm, I'm passionate about sharing those things uh if you want to do more work check out my book amazon truth spirit love the essential guide to healing do work yourself basic work that will save you money and, and make more room in your body for the good stuff, for more of your higher self. Um, what else do I want to share? Yeah, be brave. <laughs> be brave and be courageous because without going into uh, your feelings and the pain, you're going to get stuck in your head. Your clients are going to get stuck in their head and things go to hell there. We want to be in our body. So this is like, you know, Lisa, we were all wanting to, get higher once upon a time. We're wanting to use the crystals and channel and get all this happening up there. Yeah. But it happened at the expense of our lower chakras. So to me, it's like the new the new spirituality really is learning how to be in our body. Yes. And I've, le I've learned that as humans, we don't do that as often as we like to think we do. We're a bit yeah. out of our body and that means some of these other beings can get too close. And with this light, dark war that we're in, we want to be full power, full power, uh, which makes me want to share as well to work so hard to stay out of fear, keep coming back to love because that fear, not only does it feel bad for you, but it means you're attracting people, situations, entities that are going to just make it worse and get in your way, really. Level up from fear. Don't believe everything everyone says. Trust yourself and, and come higher. Um, what, what else? Where can you find me? Lightschool.nz. Oh, oh and, face, and Facebook as well. Dawn Grace Kelly. Okay. Dawn Grace Kelly at Facebook, yes, and Instagram. So. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, I just, I mean, I think I will have to have you on again because <laughs> we have so much more to talk about. And I know there's so many. Yeah, I just wanted to go in a few different directions with you that would have taken up the whole show, I think. <laughs> well, again, there will be other opportunities and I just, yeah. I really want to thank you for being on here. I want to thank you for the work that you do and for training people because again, mm. we need more people trained and like empowered. And yeah. Um, yeah. so and I don't train people yet. So definitely go see Don Grace Kelly for this. <laughs> learn how to do it. Learn how to do it for yourself first and foremost, and then help others. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful, Lisa. I'm I'm so happy for the amazing work that you're doing and your podcast. It's it's exciting that this is getting out there and you're getting out there and you've got all your books and your tours. So cool what you're doing. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. And everyone who's watching or listening, thank you so much for your time. And I'll see you next time on Connection to the Cosmos. Aloha.